This is the Eagle Zone. E-A-G-L-E-S. Eagles. points in the first three quarters wow we killed them you know what i'm saying 24-8 but that's a score that score didn't even sound right it's an ugly score ugly game <laughs> yes feels good to be 3-0 the final three the final three that are 3-0 us miami new york new york Hey, we looking for y'all to do something tonight, baby. Get those cowboys the fuck out of here, man. Kill the little bit of spirit they got left, man. They got a little bit of life in them, man. Pulse is still, still pulsating. <laughs> Let's get them out of here, man. Let's get them out of here. Hope everybody's doing well. Thanks for tuning in to another great episode. I hope it's great, you know, but we're going to have wishful thinking that it's going to be great. Eagle Zone, back in your building, back in your zone, back in your dome. Hope I'm back in your homes. It's me, it's me, it's only me, Michael Mitchell. Okay, wow, swaggerific. I guess I got it in me. I guess it's the victory. Guess it's the victory. Got my vibe vibing. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Let's vibe with this a little bit more. Swizzy. Uh, victory. Okay, okay, let's get to the business. Let's get to the business, man. I don't want to hold y'all too long. It's Victory Monday. Hope everybody's doing well. Welcome to another episode, episode three, Eagles Zone. The uh, topic of this discussion today is, are the Eagles overrated? Quick, quick take. I don't think so, but there is some room for debate. Perhaps we are a little overrated. You know, they do have us number one in the NFC completely. Number one in the NFC completely. I repeat, number one in the NFC completely. We talking about the Buccaneers? Nah. Green Bay? Nah. They talking about us, yo. 3-0, you know, we only beat, I would say we beat subpar players, subpar teams. Okay. We got the Vikings out of there. They're they're pretty good. Out of the three we beat, I would say they're the number one of the three. Lions will be number two. And, of course, the Commanders. I mean, what what can you say about those Commanders, really? That hasn't been said before. I mean, it's it's already, you know, already been known that they're trash. 
they're already power ranked number 27, 28 or something like that. I'm sure that's going to plummet even more, even though, you know, they, they, went up, they went up against us. We are a formidable opponent. Of course we are. But damn, man, what an embarrassing game. They didn't do anything for three quarters. Zero things. <laughs> All they did was get sacked, sacked, and more sacked. It was pretty terrible to watch. I felt bad being so happy. But at the same time, of course, it is a division rival. It is Carson Wentz who wanted to get the fuck up out of there early because he felt threatened by, by Jalen Hurts being in the building who was just supposed to be a backup plan in case he got hurt. Wasn't supposed to take his place, but no, he didn't like that. He didn't like that threat. He didn't like the competition. So he cried and he left. He went to the Colts. And now he's on the, he's on the commanders getting his ass obliterated. He scored a touchdown in the last two minutes of the fourth quarter. That was the only time he scored. They got a safety on us. Yes, they did. Unfortunately, they did get a safety on us. You know, I really wanted to shut out. It was really my hope. That was the new, like, game plan, game within a game. While I was watching, I was like, okay, we made it all the way to the third quarter, and they have zero points. It's beautiful. They have negative three passing yards. <laughs> Can we shut these motherfuckers out completely? That was my hope. Didn't come to fruition, but it's okay. Eight points? Come on. It's hard out here to shut out an NFL team, especially a division rival. So, you know, you can only hope that you take the W and keep moving. But, yo, I, I mean, hey, once we got to that point, I was like, let's go. Let's go all the way. Let's get that whole goose egg on these motherfuckers, man. Why not? Why the fuck not? But, uh, you know. I'll take the W. I'll take the nine fucking sacks. Nine fucking sacks. <laughs> anyway, let's let's listen to what Wentz thought about our defense. They're a good defense. They, they play fast. They play hard. Um, you know, I wouldn't say they're anything exotic. Um, so we kind of mm. know what we're going to get. But uh, that just means we got to execute and out-execute them. It is ricocheted off the arm of an Eagles defender. It looks like Jordan Davis had a yep. piece of that ball. Let's go, and Davis. It is incomplete, and Wentz is lucky it wasn't picked off. Yo, I'm, I'm finally happy that Jordan Davis got a little piece of the action, man, because people have been talking about him like, yo, what? why did y'all get him? He doesn't do anything. They don't understand his role, and I get it, man. They want to see sacks. They want to see like things like that, but his position, his role right now isn't really to be like that. He wants to be a disruptor and cause opportunities for others to get those sacks, but he got a piece of wins, and I'm happy to hear it. I'm happy to see it. I love to see it. I hope he continues to continue to develop. He's new. He's a rookie, y'all. He's a rookie. Relax, man. He's not Aaron Donald, man. He might be. He might, he might get there, but you know, he's limited. He plays like 22 snaps a game. Chill, chill, man. Chill. Despite that, he still does his thing thing. Anyway. That goes Wentz. He's looking. He is sacked. They got him. Sacked. Number one. Sweaty. Sweaty. He's looking. He's hit again. They've got him. They're sacked number two. Once we hit him twice, I was like, okay. I see what we're doing today. <laughs> I was like, we're going to get at least five out of there. Shooting for five. And it's a son Linux. Let's pump. And they hit him again. Three. Number three. And this time it's Javon Hargrave. He is being tripped up. And there's sack number four. Yeah, it's Carson being Carson. He starts to run. He fumbles the football. And let's see. I think the Eagles are on it. They are. Yes, sir. So, yeah. Now y'all out here who haven't been privy to seeing Carson up close and personal for, you know, five years. He holds the ball. That's been one of his Achilles heels. 
Um, he holds the ball too long. And it's gotten progressively worse over time. I think that the clowny hit that he took in the playoffs um, definitely affected him neurologically. You know, he has lost a little bit of his reaction time. So he ends up holding the ball too long, way too long, really. I mean, and then, you know, the thing about it is every team he's on, they always question the O-line. Like, it's the O-line's fault that he's getting sacked, not that he's holding the ball entirely too long, not dumping it off. No, it's the O-line's fault. They're not holding it down for him. They're not giving him enough time in the pocket. No, this dude wants to sit back there forever. And once he avoids pressure from one player, he acts like he's free to do whatever the fuck he wants back there. No, dude. There's still heat on you. They're coming. <laughs> Get rid of the ball, bro. But, hey, that's not my problem anymore. Bums. The hit by Brandon Graham. He is going deep, and it is incomplete. And out of bounds. Wentz fires. He bounces the ball. He yep. had a wide-open John Bates, and Carson threw it into the ground. He is firing to the far side of the field, and it's incomplete. So that's the thing. Once you start getting heat on Wentz, he panics a little bit. And he'll get rid of the ball, but it'll be like erratically thrown and over the person's head or underthrown because he's now feeling like, oh, I got to get rid of this ball. Hurry up. Get rid of it. Then then he throws it away or he throws a pick. Fortunately for the commanders, he didn't throw a pick. He just got two fumbles. One recovered. One they got back. But still it was a horrible game, man. Nine sacks is unacceptable. We, uh... We demolished him. Quite the game, quite the uh, outcome. I really didn't expect it to be that ugly, but I'm happy it was. Um, Eagles represented big time at FedEx Field. The whole stadium looked like it was a home game for the Eagles. Mad green, mad black. Not too much burgundy, not too much gold. Just a lot of sad faces. Leaving early. <laughs> because, yeah, I would too. Why would you want to sit there and watch that misery and have the Eagles in your house cheering for their team in your house and you can't even make enough noise for your team to uh, make any impact. We, we uh, are disrupting your offense with our team. <laughs> it's crazy, but um, that's just the way it's been for that team that uh, the uh, opposing teams travel well to uh, DC, but uh, more so I think the Eagles, they do it the best. If you saw that game, you would see the stands. It was all green out. It was mad green mad green mad black it was beautiful thing beautiful thing to see that uh we turned up that day and um you know a little bit of me feels bad like i don't want to like keep twisting a knife into him and everything but at the same time man the way he left the way he left the organization he wanted out he bitched out he wanted to leave he didn't want competition it just makes me you know i feel some satisfaction like yeah we made the right choice getting somebody getting a backup plan for you because look at how you are now man look at what you've become look at you man <laughs> and just for the record the ball was 10 feet over his head and out of bounds Wentz wow looks up he hits, he loses it. That is another fumble by Carson Wentz, who was hit by Reddick for his sixth sack of the game. Fakes, looks, fires way over the head of Sanders. Way over I the mean, head. He is just flat out off. Wow. The Eagles have more sacks. Six. Six than Washington has completions. Three. He steps hmm. up, he fires, and it's incomplete. And they've got him again. Seven sacks. Seven. Brandon Graham. He steps up. He's being harassed. They've got him again, and it's Josh Sweat. Eight sacks. Eight, eight sacks. Eight. And it is incomplete off the hands Ocho. of a leaping 
Terry McLaurin. They've got him again. He's pulled down by T.J. Edwards, and that would be sack number nine. Nine. He's it, and it's intercepted by Marcus Epps. Uh, I think they they just they got our number today. So hats off to, the, to their D line, their front. It's a good it's a good front. We didn't play our best ball. I didn't play my best ball, and uh, hats off to them. Well, well, yeah, I would definitely say you didn't play your best ball, man. When you only got eight points and you got sacked nine times, man. That's I hope I hope that's not your best ball. I know they hope, I hope, I know they pray that's not your best ball because if that's your best ball, then it's Heineken time. Crack those bottles, baby. It's Heineken time. But um, I believe that you will uh, get a couple of W's somewhere in between these few weeks before you get benched. But that's inevitable, bro. You're definitely going to get benched. I say uh, by Thanksgiving, you're probably benched. No matter what. Because um, I'm I'm sure you're not going to do enough. And they're, they're going to clamor for some something else they're going to clamor for Heineken they've seen better from Heineken he almost beat Brady in the playoffs so he was the only team that the commanders with Heineken Heineken I know his name is Heineken but I call him Heineken so I'm going to call him Heineken there was the only team only quarterback that was almost able to beat Brady in that playoff run you know so they definitely going to want to see him again you're just a bridge you're supposed to be a bridge to a new quarterback not Heineken but um it looks like you're going to be a bridge to Heineken the way the way things are going um it's getting ugly, and you got battered and bruised, and I'm sure the patience is wearing thin for the commander's fan base. What little is left of them, I'm sure it is getting low, the patience. So you're going to have to really turn up and turn out. I know you had the most touchdowns. You were, like, leading the touchdowns and all that, but um, need those dubs, bro. Need those dubs. You're a fantasy champion. You're you're definitely the fantasy champion. Like, if you pick Winston in fantasy, he's going to put up those points. Those garbage points at the end of the game, he's going to get those numbers for you, baby. But um, that doesn't translate to Ws in real life. So, and that's what really matters. And you're not bringing home the dubs. Anyway, was a wonderful, wonderful week. I mean, a wonderful, wonderful game. Glad to see us really uh, dominate. The thing I do have concerns about, though, is the lack of production after the half. We are a first-half team, which is new. We usually were a second-half team for the longest. That was our thing. We're a second-half team, guys. We make adjustments at the halftime. We're going to do better. We're going we're we're to change it up. We're going we're gonna to adjust to uh, what the defense is giving us. We're going to score. And we did that. We normally did that. But for whatever reason... We have lately become a first-half team, and we don't do anything offensively for two quarters. The last two weeks, we've gotten zero points, but we have done what we need to do on defense to stop them. Like this week, there was no threat the whole the whole game. So part of me believes that the reason why we aren't scoring is that we don't want to open up our playbook and give more tape out there for our future opponents for them to see what we can do. Why? Keep it vanilla. Keep it simple. As long as they're not scoring, why show them more? Why show anyone more? What's the point of that? We we, just, we don't run up the numbers. It's not really about that right now. It's about the dubs. It's not about the fantasy points, as I was saying, for Carson. He's a fantasy guy. In reality, we just want to win. And that's all I really want in the end. I would love to see us blow out teams 50 to zero. That would be beautiful. But at the end of the day, as long as we're winning, I'm good. And that's all that matters. Now, are we overrated? <sighs> it's hard to say that we are not overrated, but how much are we overrated is the question. 
The only reason why I say we are at some extent overrated is the um, the opponents we've faced haven't been the most challenging opponents. Like Dolphins have they faced some they faced some challenges. We have not really faced anyone. They beat the Bills, man. Um we've beat the Vikings and the Commanders and the Lions. It's hard to put our dubs up against their dubs knowing that they beat the Ravens and the Bills back to back. That's Lamar Jackson out there. I mean, come on. The Patriots, now, the first week, that was impressive because we didn't really know what the Patriots are, but it looks like they're trash, like trash. And their quarterback is injured now, so whoa, they really are in trouble. But those other two Ws are really respectable, like Ravens and Bills, man, come on, dude. The Bills should have won, but hey, they didn't win. Hey, what what can you say? They didn't win. That was funny, the, uh, the reaction, <laughs> the offensive... The offensive coordinator in the booth was pissed. <laughs> Ran out of time. Oh, yo, I don't want to laugh too hard, man. I don't, I, you know, it's it's hard not to be. <laughs> it's uh, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. You know, I'm gonna savor these W's. I don't care. People be like, "Hey, man, be careful. Don't be too happy. Your their time is coming." Like, whatever, man. I'm gonna sit here. I'm gonna celebrate. Yo, we winning. Why the fuck am I not gonna be happy that we getting these dubs, man? I'm gonna sit here and celebrate every week that we win. And when we take that L, which will happen, of course, every team loses at some point. For the most part, um, it's gonna happen. But hey, we looking good. Even if we lose, man, it's not the end of the world. We still looking good at three and zero. I think the NFC East is pretty much a lock. The um, Vegas has us locked in for it. They, I mean, we're Super Bowl favorites out here. Not the win, but at least to get to the Super Bowl, we're like number two. And there's two teams playing, so it means that they think we're going to be in a Super Bowl this year. That's good. And as long as we stay healthy and continue to uh, win and uh, work on the second half uh, scoreless fucking quarters, we will be in great shape. Now, we play the Jaguars next, and they are looking much better, definitely. Doug Peterson is out there. He's definitely turned things around for that team. They blew out the Colts 24-0, I believe. They just won again. They beat the Chargers 30-10. Colts 24-0. The only, loss, the only loss they have is on the Commanders, which is surprising, but it was week one, you know what I'm saying? And that was a surprising W. It was like a comeback because they really were killing the Commanders the first half and then the Commanders came back. Wentz came back. So that was a good win for them, for the Commanders. But um, other than that, they have been blowing teams away. And now we face them. Doug Peterson's revenge game. There's a lot of revenge games this year. We got Dougie P. We got Wentz. We got Ertz. I think there's another team that's a revenge game. I'm not sure. But um, my prediction for the Jaguars, um, it's going to be a tighter game. I have to say um, it's going to be a tighter game. I don't think they were going to blow it out. I think... I think that this score will be close. I think I'm thinking like I'm thinking like uh 28-24 type game. Eagles of course, but I don't think it's going to be such a uh, embarrassment to the opposing team. They'll hold it in there. They'll hang in there. But still going to win. We're going to go 4 and 0 and um we'll continue to dominate. This tonight's game, I am definitely hoping that the uh, Cowboys take an L, even though in deep down, I really don't see it happening. I don't see the Giants really taking another W and being an undefeated yet again for another week, being 3-0. and I don't see that happening because um, the wins they've had have been really, really close and they've been playing shitty teams like 
nobody. Carolina, they barely beat them. It was 19 to 16. The Titans, they barely beat them. It was 21 to 20. So I think the Cowboys is their biggest challenge, even though they're depleted and damaged and they got Cooper Rush as the quarterback and no Parson. I mean, no uh, Michael Gallup's not playing, apparently. They'll still win, I think. The run game and the defense is going to carry them through and they'll win. Um, but I'm hoping for I'm hoping for an upset. Hey, go G-Men. I would rather you be undefeated than the Cowboys win. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, I don't think y'all are real. But if y'all can take out the, the Cowboys and keep them down, I'm all for it. Y'all can go ahead and continue to get your dubs. Until you face us, I mean, I'm okay with it. Or the, the commanders, whatever comes first. Um, but either way, y'all not beating us. I already know that. But good luck to you, Giants. Good luck. So are the Eagles overrated? Like I said, I don't think so. Um, I wonder what the experts think, though. Through for 340 and three touchdowns, and I would argue that there is no organization, no general manager, Howie Roseman, or anyone who had a better day or will this season than the Eagles did yesterday, sacking Carson Wentz, the guy they chose <laughs> against nine times in a game that was not nearly as close as the final score would sound, and it doesn't sound close. Rex, Boom. There have been a lot of people, and you were one of them, yep. who questioned whether Jalen Hurts had the NFL skill set. Have you changed your mind? Absolutely. And and, and it also mm-hmm. shows that hard work still yeah. still makes Undefeated, a difference. Man. Yeah, like bro. I'm telling you, this kid, when he came out of college, he wasn't he didn't not he never had the passing skills, the accuracy to be an NFL quarterback. He worked on it. But here's the difference. This guy's running skills. He has halfback running skills. Mm-hmm. And he squats over 600 pounds. Like, he's strong as a horse. You ain't yeah. hurting this he's guy. He's built that way. Yeah. Like, so he, you got a tailback play, like, that kind of skill set in a quarterback body. And right now, the one thing about his accuracy, I definitely question when, when he came out. Man, I tell you what, I'm an absolute believer in this kid. It's two things right now. Nine players yesterday for the Philadelphia Eagles had 16 pressures. Yeah. This is the best defensive line in football right now. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. Howie Roseman, had a, the general manager for Philadelphia, had a fantastic afternoon yesterday. He was right. I was dead wrong no, when it came to that position. Right. Another huge piece when you talk about the back end of this team, already having Darius Slay, right? They go get Bradbury, right? Yeah. You get yeah. him from the New York Giants. You go get Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, who was a great slot, and you've now moved him to his, his college position safety. And so they maneuvered pieces both defensively and offensively to win now. And we kept saying, what will the quarterback do and who will he be? And through three weeks, he's one of the top quarterbacks in the entire league. It reminds me of the Josh Allen story in Buffalo. I'm not saying the players are similar, but the development is similar. They brought him along. They let him do the things he could do. They didn't try to force him to do the things he couldn't. And as he developed, the final piece to the puzzle was Stephon Diggs in Buffalo. It's A.J. Brown here in Philadelphia. It is a very similar organizational success. I'm excited. Like, (laughs) I'm trying not to be overly hyped by it, but I remain thinking 13-4. It's still there. I haven't wavered from that. I continue to believe that that's where we're going to land, 13-4. and four. There's there's not many other teams out here that I think that can beat us. Um, we might get upset. That could happen. I'm, I'm putting that, I'm bringing that into account with a 13-4 and four, that, that we may get upset. Like, that can happen. Like, any given Sunday, a team can stand up, man. So, like, the Colts beat um, Kansas City. Things happen. After getting blown out, they beat Kansas City. 
Maybe Kansas City didn't take them, you know, seriously. Or maybe the Colts stepped their game up. I don't know. But all I know is the Colts won. So they're one, one and one. So you just never know any given Sunday. But I believe that we're 13 and four. We're just solid. We're just so well-rounded. We don't have any like asset aspect of our game that's like deficient. All of it's well-rounded. We're good on offense, defense, special teams. I would say special teams could be the area of improvement. Like we did fumble the ball, Britton Covey. He may be cut by the time um, next week comes around. But other than that, really nothing else I can say that's uh, a problem other than maybe scoring in the second half. That hasn't become an issue because we've been so dominant the first half that we haven't really needed to put the foot on the gas anymore. So maybe we're just cruising, just you know keeping things, managing the game throughout just to make sure that they don't come back. And like I said, they don't want to show additional plays to get more tape on what we can do. Why show more? Why expose more of our game? It makes sense to me if that's what they're doing. But Hertz doesn't seem happy every game, which is good to me that he's not satisfied. He's always looking for improvement. Like he's not he's not happy with the outcome, even though they're winning. He's not happy how they won. So that's good. Keep that hunger, Hertz. And um, we're on to Jaguars. Jacksonville. Dougie P, I have just a little bit of that. I really don't have any hard feelings with Doug, man. The the time ran out. He was a good coach. We won a Super Bowl. He didn't run away. He didn't, you know, try to leave the team like Wentz. It's a whole different situation with Wentz. He tried to leave. With Doug, he got fired. Pretty much got fired because he went to, you know, watch out for his boys. Like, the, the reason why he got fired— it's because he wasn't willing to listen to what the administration was trying to get him to do by getting different coaches in here. He wanted to he wanted to look out for his people. And it's admirable to me. Like those reasons are admirable, but they don't lead to W's. So it is what it is. And I don't have any hard feelings. I just don't want him to beat us. It comes down to that. But you know, he can have a good a good season, good year. I hope he. I hope for the best, man. Nothing but the best for Doug, except for the Super Bowl. If it's against us, if we're not in it, then hey, win it. But if we're in it, and you're in it. You can't win. Sorry, buddy. That's just the way it is. Well, until next time. Thanks for listening. I hope you will like and subscribe and uh, tell your friends about it. It's a new thing, um, work in progress, but hopefully it's getting better and better. I am working on it. I am focused on my craft, like Hertz. So. Uh, each week, we step in the game up, man. And um, check me out on Instagram at Eagle Zone Media. I stream um, on uh, Apple, Amazon, Spotify. Coming soon to YouTube, Stitcher. I'm on there. iHeartRadio. I'm everywhere. If I'm not somewhere and you want me there, let me know. And I'll make sure you can find me there as well. But um, until next time, thanks for listening. This is the Eagle Zone. E-A-G-L-E-S. Eagles. Go Birds. Bird call. What happened to that boy? Yeah. We got the red team, I guess. We beat the red team. The Redskins, we beat them. The commanders or the football team, however you want to call them, we beat them.
They're bad at this game. They're bad at this game. They are really bad at this game. Yes, really bad. They're terrible. They almost didn't score any points. We almost shut them out. Yeah, they're bad at this. They're bad at this. Yeah. They didn't they didn't score anything for the first 3 quarters. They had 0 points. Yeah, they only get 0 coins. 0 coins, 0 points, 0 dollars, 0 0 0. And yeah, they're bad at this game. <laughs>